Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Oh, get ready for this one. (laughs) Some of you may be slightly horrified by this story. And I didn't always believe what I do now, so I totally get it if you are. (laughs) Try to put the emotions on the shelf because it's the shocking stories we really want our kids to be able to bring us so we can help guide and help them, right? So as most of you know, I have a very open dialogue with my kid. I try my best to check my emotions at the door, or at least as soon as possible, (laughs) so he feels safe to bring me anything. Oh, and he totally did. So I'm giving him a bath the other night, and he starts telling me, So mom, so-and-so came up to our lunch table and whispered. He stops. (laughs) He goes, can I tell you what he said? And I'm already like, oh no, in my head. I took a breath. I said, yes, you can. You're safe with me. Go ahead. At this point, I am bracing myself and preparing my mind to put the emotions on the shelf again. He goes, the kid said, bitch, I know. This is first freaking grade. Emotions on the shelf. (laughs) I go, oh, really? Very unfazed. At least I did my best to look like it. And then there was more to the story. Oh my God. I go, what did you guys do? He goes, oh, well, we laughed. And then we started whispering all the curse words we know. (laughs) And yes, he told me a bunch of them. (laughs) Oh my God. Emotions on the shelf. (laughs) So I couldn't help but laugh a little. Oh my God, this is first grade. Now I can get caught up in that and the words, or I can accept that this happened with a whole bunch of them. And now how are we going to handle it going forward? And so here is where I describe that I have a not so typical way of dealing with profanity with my kid. And full disclosure, as you have heard on my content before, I do use bad words sometimes, (laughs) especially when I'm expressing something like this. It feels more relaxed and myself to me, like how I would speak with my close friends and family. On the same token, it's something I admit I would like to work on a bit uh, because if I'm being honest, It comes out sometimes, like when it's not doing this kind of thing, as like a gut reaction or when I'm like really dysregulated. Either way, the main thing is I'm not acting consciously. Expressing myself here and on TikTok, I am conscious and prefer feeling more real if that makes sense. And so I'm using it consciously. But I would be consciously holding back in certain places and with certain people. Somehow, I'm able to change the words in uh, a work scenario or with a grandma. Like, (laughs) I'm picturing me saying, like, what the F, like, in front of my grandma. And it feels super weird and uncomfortable. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you something. I did grow up with family that says these words. I could remember my mother in traffic from like the time I was a toddler. 
Like, holy hell, like there was nothing held back. <laughs> and other family members arguing over something, anything at holidays. Oh, I was well versed, but I would have got the crap beat out of me for saying so. <laughs> and what I told my son is that there is a big difference between saying it and saying it at someone. It takes the meaning and stories that we were taught and supercharges them with energy and intention. Saying shit, I hit my foot versus you are a piece of shit is totally different, right? The latter is intended to hurt. And I came to a lot of how I see things now because of my kids' super truth-invoking questions. Mommy, why can adults say them and kids can't? Um, well, shit, I, I don't know. Mommy, why are some words bad and some not? Um, double shit. Uh, and I am a person now, especially since awakening, that I know it's programming and conditioning that convinced us that it's that way. But none of us really know why. And like what? Okay. Why is the word poop okay? And shit is not. That doesn't make sense to me either. If I'm really being honest. And when I, he does question me, I really question myself. And then I start looking at the thing. So now I'm going to tell you how I feel about profanity and just words in general before I get to what I teach my kid. And this may make some of your heads explode. <laughs> and I totally get that. I don't believe in any bad words anymore. I know. I used to. Now I don't. There it is. Are you still with me? <laughs> I know. Hear me out. I believe that words are not inherently bad. People, cultures, religions, etc. over time attach stories, meanings, energy, and intentions. The intentions being the real heavy hitter. Wayne Dyer, uh, if you don't know, he is my absolute favorite. He has done several books and talks on the power of intention. It changes how everything comes out and how it is received. Curse words are not cursing anything unless you attach the intention to do so. And then that builds a belief system, usually associated with anger and fear that we think of when we hear it. It's a program just like any other to me. That's why we're like, oh, it's, it's, it's a running, it's a running program and it, it's, it's supposed to bring fear and, and all this stuff with it. And that's why we have that gut reaction. But I also make my kid aware and teach my kid to recognize the possible impact with certain words. And some may feel hurt by them because they were taught. The word means this, and you should feel that. We can own what we said and validate their feelings 
even if you didn't have the intention to hurt and repair going forward. The word feels bad to you. Got it. I will try to not use that anymore with you. And here is what my intention was. That's what happened with the TikTok post I posted about um, where another kid, he asked him, like, why is he so fat? People were like in the comments, that is not a bad word. It's a description. I totally agree and would like to see a change on how that word is used as a society. But I also don't want to invalidate that other that like the other child, along with a ton of others, were hurt by the crappy meaning many have attached for so long and taught others, including him, to take it that way, to take it as an insult. Validation does not mean agreement. It just means I understand that is true for you and that is okay. And that keeps connection even in a disagreement, right? So what do I teach my kid as of right now? Because I may see something totally different tomorrow and that's okay. We are allowed to change our minds all the time. It means you're open to learning and growing. So I went back to the word bitch and explained why it means what it does. Why is it, why is it bad? And I was like, do you know what a bitch actually is? And he was like looking at me like I had 12 eyes. I'm like, an actual bitch is just a female dog. Like in the dictionary, you look up the uh, definition. It's a female dog. Now people use that term to put down people, basically calling them female dogs. His eyes went real wide, like, oh, I get it. I'm like, ah, now you get it. Why it feels bad. Why it's not allowed. He was like, yes. Aha. (laughs) Understanding changes the game. I'm telling you. And if I didn't put my emotions on the shelf, I wouldn't have been able to get there. And understanding that they, most of them know they have very little to no idea what the thing really means or what they're actually saying. I also told him that I think people use those words because they either can't or don't make the effort to think of better ones at the time. Sometimes adults just use them on autopilot, like a robot, almost. He understood that, like a robot. And it's also harder for many to come up with and say the real thing they're feeling. Uh, Before healing, it was my jam. (laughs) I used the F word instead of explaining what it was I was actually meaning to say and feel. Like, instead of, I'm sad... We go, this is shitty, (laughs) right? And some use them to hurt others, probably because, again, regular words would reveal their hurt. Mommy tries to not use them with a mean intention. I just use them as words, but I try to use more thoughtful, intentional words now. 
and I teach him about the natural consequences of society. School and other places think they're bad, especially for kids to say them. I know it doesn't make sense why you can't and I can. I get that, but they're not allowed there. So you may get in trouble for doing so. Another possible consequence is from my favorite Christmas movie of all time, A Christmas Story. The main kid, Ralphie, gets in trouble for using a bad word um, when he got in a fight with another kid. And when his mom heard it and pressed him for where he heard it, he didn't want to say from his own dad, who was the actual person he learned it from. He blamed another kid at school because he was afraid of getting in more trouble saying it was his dad. I know, God, like trauma hell, right? So he blamed it on another kid and the other kid got in major trouble from his parent. And I reminded him about that scene because he watched it with me. And I said, someone from your lunch table could go home and say you taught them that word. He was like, what? It never occurred to him that he could be called out for it by others. I told him, listen, you are always safe with me. And I am so proud of you for telling me the truth. And because you did, you now know why to not do that anymore. And you can help let your friends know why they shouldn't either. Like now he can show them, hey, listen, somebody could say this out here and they could tell the teacher that we were saying this at the lunch table. Like he can actually help them in some weird way, right? We can't change what happened, but we can always change what we do going forward. Again, mommy believes words are only bad if our intention is to hurt someone, but school and other places And other kids' families do not allow those words. And we can respect that by picking better words that actually say what you mean even better. He was a little nervous about going to school the next day. And I told him I never intended to scare him. My intention is to make him aware of the possible reactions and consequences, even when we don't agree so that he can make clear decisions for himself going forward. I will help him no matter what happens. He will always be safe with me. So yes, my kid has slipped and has said bad words, but it's super rare. And I put the emotions on the shelf and ask him if he can find a better word next time. Ah, another adventure in cycle-breaking parenting. (laughs) I hope this gave you some food for thought on bad words in general and ways to help guide your kids through it without losing your shit. Yep, I said it. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Sending you all so, so much love. I'll see you on the next one, friend.